And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all of North Alabama. I'm talking about this show goes way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back over to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi, thrown in just for good measure. Um, text lines have blown up today, Boomer. And, and by the way, I got to tell you, if you want to text in or call in, it's the same number, 833-687-4448. That's 833-68-RIGHT. Um, there's a there's a lot of people that are on the, still on the save the rocket train except for, <laughs> except for John, John from Huntsville. Huntsville. He goes, oh, you're talking about the rocket again? Come on, man. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a Joe Biden quote. John saying, come on, man. And then what are you a junkie? Yeah, I mean, so there's a lot of <laughs> rocket stuff on here. But um, going about what you're about to talk about, Daniel from Tullahoma. Yeah, he's taught. He said the stage is being set for Biden to be removed via the 25th Amendment. Oh. So he is saying he, that's, that's his thoughts. That that would that would be interesting. Although I think <laughs> I think it's more likely they're just trying to convince him not to announce he's running again, right. because they want him out of the way so they can throw all their weight into somebody else to challenge Trump or DeSantis or whoever we bring. Yeah. Um, but but you know what though, if the Twenty Fifth Amendment is going to come into play, um, it's going to be a clear admission that they openly and 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 just basically went to all in for a guy. Who was not fully capable of holding the office? Right. I mean, absolutely. And then on the other hand, is like they found more documents. More. Come on, man. You knew <laughs> if you knew they were there. Why are they still? Why were they still there? What are you a junkie? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. What are you man. a junkie? You dog faced pony soldier. <laughs> God. Hey, I did have one text. I got to say though, from Alice from Huntsville. Mm-hmm. So when I said that Charlene did want me growing a beard. She texts me and she goes, the more I listen, the more I wonder who wears the pants. And I said, I do. I wear whatever pants my wife lays out. <laughs> and, she, and she responded back, that's what my daddy did. And if they were different when mama came home, he heard about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Hey, let me, let me jump in. By the way, keep on texting. I love, I love throwing in comments. And there's more than I can get to right now. Um, so, yeah, B- Boomer and I get all the texts, and we go through them, and we do the best we can to get your input in there. If you want to comment about the subject at hand, bring it. If you want to comment about the uh, monologue we just did a moment ago about liberals, you know, basically asking us to change our ways so they can do their thing, yeah, bring it. Um, but let's jump into the, mon- the, 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 the monologue, the, the, the first part of the Triple Dipper, the paper chase. Ask yourself why. So I'm going to, I'm going to outline some, there's details to this story that you you almost have to, well, you have to do what we do here at the show. You have to go out and pull resources from a variety of angles, sometimes even contrary to what this show stands for in order to get the bigger picture. It's what, you know, if you're an Intel guy and there's some of y'all out there, I know we're Intel guys. It's what we call all source intelligence gathering. You're looking or open source intelligence gathering. You're out there looking at the various things being said in different places, putting together a patchwork quilt that forms into one cohesive unit. I'll start with this one. This is the one that I think is the most descriptive of what's occurred here most recently. In case you have not heard, God, this is unbelievable. In case you have not heard, they found more documents, more classified documents this past weekend at Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home. Now, let me... Let me paint a picture here. This is the same president who his press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, said there are no more documents after they found the tranche of documents at the Penn Biden Center. Then they found some. Next to his Corvette in a cardboard box. So, yeah, 
that's uh, that's interesting. And then on top of that, you've also got the fact that they said that they were done then, and yet they then invited the FBI, apparently, to do a more comprehensive search. And they found more. This time, the FBI literally spent just short of 13 hours at Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home, searching it from top to bottom. So, yeah, storyline here on Fox News, dated this past weekend, the Justice Department seized additional classified records from President Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home after an FBI search on Friday. It says, on, Jeff, on January 20th, 2023, the FBI executed a planned consensual search of the president's residence in Wilmington, Delaware. Let me point out here, if this is a planned consensual search, putting those words together clearly implies the president does not know what he's got in his possession. Y'all hear me on this? I've not heard anybody else say this. The truth is for, for him to go, well, I mean, uh, y'all, okay, listen, go, go search my house. I mean, see what's there. And they find stuff. It clearly means he doesn't know what's there. They had to search the whole house to find what they found, which I'll get into in a minute. But we, we don't hear anything about how the president gave us clear indication that within a locked safe in his study, there were documents that may be responsive to the request. No, they didn't say that. They said it was a planned, consensual search of the president's residence, meaning he doesn't know what he's got. I mean, I look at it and think, okay, I realize that Trump had issues, all right? I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to pretend it didn't happen, that, that Mar-a-Lago, you know, that there weren't documents that were concerning to some people. But let me point out how that went down. Again, as if some of y'all hadn't heard it. At Mar-a-Lago, a facility behind a wall, guarded by the Secret Service, with its back against the water, in a basement, in a closet, in marked boxes, with locks of the kind that were requested by the archives in the first place to be put on the door of the closet, were documents that the president, the former President Trump, admitted that he had, he just felt he had a right to keep them, and archives wanted them back. They were already negotiating with the attorneys from the DOJ for the return and the disagreements were being resolved, at which point they decided, you know what, screw you. We're just going to bring sit over there and, and have a, a large raid on Mar-a-Lago. They brought search warrants and they raided the facility. The facility, by the way, they had to coordinate with the Secret Service at the gate, but they raided the facility. So that's how it, that's how it was at the Trump. Now, was it right? I, I, I'm not excusing it. I'm not saying he should have had those documents. He better have a piece of paper somewhere that says these are declassified on so-and-so date. He'd better. I'm not hearing that he has it yet. But then you got the Biden version. His lawyers, for reasons we still don't understand, went to his old office at the Penn Biden Center. The Penn Biden Center was not even created until a year after he left the vice presidency. And, oh, they find documents in a closet from his term of office in the vice presidency that were top secret. What in God's name? And you got to know the pucker factor went up. And then they thought, what do we do with this? Sir, have you got any more documents anywhere? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, uh, there's, a, there's a box in the garage next to my Corvette. What's in the box? 
uh, seems like there may be some stuff from my time in office. Okay. So they go to his Wilmington home. And they go to the garage. Now, keep in mind, that was not a search of the overall. That apparently was a, a trip to the garage to the boxes. And what happened? Yeah, the boxes had classified documents. Some marked top secret. Holy crap, we found another round of documents. Sir, for the love, what else have we got? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Uh, what, what, what do we need to do? Well, sir, we're going to have to search the whole house. Okay, go, go right ahead. I'm imagining the conversation, but for them to go and find the first round in the boxes, excuse me, the second round in the boxes means they had to know to go to the boxes, but they didn't search the whole house. They went back for a second full on search of every nook and cranny and drawer and closet and, you know, whatever in the entire house. And they found more documents, which clearly indicates to me Biden had no idea what he had. None. Didn't have a clue what he had. So he had to send them to do the Easter egg hunt, and they found him. Biden's personal attorney, Bob Bauer, said Saturday evening the search covered all working, living, and storage spaces in the House. And then here's the next phrase that I find to be very telling. This is a quote from Bob Bauer, which is Biden's personal attorney. Says at the outset of this matter, the president directed his personal attorneys to fully cooperate with the Department of Justice. At the outset of the matter, at the outset of the matter, at the beginning of all this, Biden didn't know what he had, so he said, "Well, we'll do whatever you want to do." So, nowhere in there do we hear the denials, y'all. I don't have any documents, y'all. I was a vice president of the United States. What do you mean, questioning me right now? None of that. All, all we got is at the outset of the matter. <sighs> Yeah, he decided to go ahead and say, what do you need, fellas? I mean, if you want to go look, you can. And they did. It says, accordingly, having, this is Bauer again, having, having previously identified and reported to the DOJ a small number of documents with classification markers, and in the interest of moving the process forward as expeditiously as possible, we offered to provide prompt access to his home to allow DOJ to conduct a search of the entire premises for potential vice presidential records and potential classified material which they found. Now, okay, before I go to the break, let me lay out another piece for you that I've not heard anybody else talk about. Here's the quote of the aftermath of the, um, the search this past weekend. It says, the DOJ took possession of materials, materials, plural, that it deemed within the scope of its inquiry, including Six items consisting of documents with classification markings and surrounding materials, some of which were from the president's service in the Senate, and some of which were from his tenure as vice president. Several things in that statement from Biden's personal attorney. The DOJ took possession of materials. They're not all called documents. Some are called materials. I would, I would hazard a guess having worked on the classified arena myself, I would hazard a guess that when they say they took possession of materials, that they actually found files and or dossiers and or boxed sets of documents and things that related to each other. When you take five things that are not classified and you put them in a dossier and then you add the one piece of documentation to them that is classified, you have just created an entire classification 
process for all of those things together. Apart, they might not mean much. Together, they present a picture. It's like pieces of a puzzle. And so when you find the materials they're saying, some of which include six items with classification markings, it doesn't mean those six items are all you got to worry about. They're just six items. They're just six things. Don't worry about them. They're just those six things. No, no. What were they with? What did they enlighten? Did they come packaged with other materials that when that one piece of classified material gets added to it, it paints an ugly picture that no one should ever have outside their skiff? I wonder. And that's what we got to figure out now. The other thing that's being pointed out here in the statement is this does not just relate to his time as vice president. There's classified materials dating back to his time in the Senate. He had no authority to walk out anywhere when he's a senator with classified materials. None. He was a chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee. What could he possibly have in his possession? He left the Senate in 2008. He's been gone from the Senate for 14 years. And now they're finding documents that were classified from that time frame. No telling how far back into that time frame, maybe more than 14 years. I'm just telling you, the very idea that he went on about Trump being irresponsible, this is unconscionable. All right, I have now broken down the whole situation and brought you up to date to where we are. We're going to start talking about mm, all the side stories that go into this and, and the why. Boomer, take me to a break, brother. We'll do that right now. We'll come right back. I'm telling you, folks, I've had my coffee. I am caffeined up and ready to roll. You guys stay tuned. We'll be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all of North Alabama, solid conservative and just plain right, saving the world one soundbite at a time. Uh, hey, listen, the text lines have blown up. I'm going to get back to some of those here in a few minutes. I mean, I don't know what's getting more uh, more texting, uh, Boomer, uh, the the question of Biden classified documents chase or coffee. Cause, cause. Well, it's one to the other. I see the coffee, the avocados. I mean, all kinds of stuff on here. But then there, there's some uh, there's definite some, some Biden doc doc guys on here. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, <laughs> Jeremy from Huntsville just texted in and said, "Jimmy Hoffa and the second gunner from the Grassy Knoll have both been found in Biden's kitchen drawer." <laughs> <laughs> That's as good. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Hey, look, I got somebody on the phone. I mean, is that yeah. Jeff? Jeff from Indiana. How are you doing, brother? Doing pretty good, Phil. Good, good, good. Hey, I got to ask hey, you. Yeah. You spend a lot of time on the road. You drink coffee, don't you? Of course I do. Well, there you go. <laughs> right side ruffian <laughs> drinking coffee. I'm bad for the environment. I drive a diesel truck. Oh, man. no. A diesel. <laughs> uh oh, oh. <laughs> going through 100 gallons a day, baby. Well, oh, man, that's a lot of carbon. 
That's <laughs> your your carbon footprint is right up there with John Kerry's. No, no, I don't think I'll ever get that high. <laughs> this is not an airplane. <laughs> well, what's on your mind, bud? Hey, uh, you know, unlike most people, I believe Joe Biden when he says he's, he, he takes uh, classified documents seriously. Yeah, you, you're talking problem is the punctuation. Yeah, the problem is that the, most people reporting on it misses the comment. That's right. Should be a comma between documents and seriously, because I mean that's how he talks. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> Come on, man. He just yeah. <laughs> I take documents seriously. I take documents. That's what he. That's what he's saying. Seriously, taking that's documents. Exactly what he said. Uh, yeah, he's told everybody that already. So, <laughs> but you know, I mean, Jeff, if, if, if you or I did this. There would they would the, the the Department of Justice would be swooping down on us with SWAT teams. I mean, you got to know. Well, what I want to know is how much you know they when they raided Trump's house and everything, they took a whole lot more than just documents and they went through everything he had in there. Yeah, uh, I'd like to know what kind of stuff they're finding in in Biden's little uh, nooks and crannies that uh, uh, you know maybe need to you know enlighten somebody. Uh, I wonder if there's anything about the hunter in there, you know, and the business deals and and the big guy stuff. Well, you got to wonder. I mean, in fact, uh, the 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 fact that they found documents at the Penn Biden Center, I want to know what those were because that was a place where you know I think there was some indication that Hunter used to actually stage meetings over there. And did they have documents to assist those meetings? I I think the world needs to know these things, and we better get a list sometime soon of at the very least the type of content we're dealing with here. Um, because remember all the yeah. stuff we had about Mar-a-Lago? Oh, it was nuclear codes. or No, it wasn't. Um, but we'll see. I, I, I want to know who, who sent what documents to the uh, Biden Center. Yeah. Uh, you know, how they say, you know, well, well, maybe we need to put – why was it there even in the first place? Yeah, in fact – make the, any sense to me. The, the thing that's, that's not getting talked about much is the Penn Biden Center didn't even open until a year after he left the vice presidency. So where were those documents in the interim? Did somebody bring them from the White House for him later, or did he have them the entire time? I, uh, my guess is the latter, because who would, whenever, uh, whenever Trump was president, who who would have brought him over? Exactly, exactly. Uh, well, we'll see, Jeff. All right, man, we're up against the hard break. Be careful on the road, brother. You have a good one, Phil. You too, bud. Um, yeah, I, I just I just think that we're gonna we're gonna start finding out more and more. And, and I'm not going to be a bit surprised, too, to find out there was something in what Trump had that he shouldn't have had and would make us all kind of go, ooh, that's not good. Um, I don't know. But I do know this. The manner in which they were managed, controlled, and dealt with for Trump was going far better than what we're seeing with Biden. And by the way, they have not even searched his beach house yet. Oh, by the way, where did he spend the weekend? His beach house. I'll tell you about that when we get back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, hour one down. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live from the Right Side Studios, local, state, national man. We cover down on all the issues, and like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, all right, so we've been talking about the Biden paper chase. And and my point is we need to ask why this is happening. And I'm getting to the point of the asking why piece, but i got to tell you a few other pieces Man, Boomer, the phone, the text lines have gone crazy. Oh, I know. I, I'm trying to keep I up just, and ask people who they just, are because we got new ones, and then I get confused about who just. I mean, <laughs> I try to respond to most people, but sometimes I don't get to it. I just got totally. I was in the middle of a sentence. I looked over like like you know. <laughs> so blah, many blah, blue dots. Blah blah blah. Squirrel. That's that's exactly what I just did. I, okay. It was. It was a total squirrel. I was moment. in the middle of a sentence, and I went, Boomer, look at that. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> God almighty. Okay, anyway. All right, hey, um, let me jump back on it. A few other stories to paint the broad spectrum picture. So here's one, townhall.com. Headline, White House pulled a fast one on reporters as the DOJ searched Biden's home for more documents. Pray tell, what could this mean? Well, the Biden uh, official calendar had him going home for the weekend. He didn't go home for the weekend. He went to his beach house instead. The White House, it says, misled reporters on Friday, telling them President Joe Biden was visiting his beach home for the weekend, when in fact the Department of Justice was doing another sweep of his Wilmington, Delaware home. Um, hmm. They guess kept that under wraps till they were done. It says, when asked about the sudden change in travel plans for Biden this weekend, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre brushed the question off and simply said the president was going to his Rehoboth Beach House instead, despite the fact that it's the middle of winter. However, in reality, Biden wasn't able to go to his Wilmington residence because the Department of Justice was doing another search of it where they found an additional batch of classified documents. Previously, the White House had told reporters that the search by Biden's DOJ was complete and that all documents had been found. So here's the thing. Part of the broad picture here is they're saying this was prepared in advance and it was consensual and and it it was scheduled, except that he was scheduled to go to his house and he had to change his plans. That needs to be taken into consideration because the president of the United States doesn't go anywhere without an official calendar. And even his official calendar is considered to be a document subject to FOIA requests. So where is the president and who is he with is not supposed to be something that's hidden from the general public. I Granted, I know there's highbrow meetings and things that take place and stuff you have to have deniable plausibility and whatever else, yada, 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 yada. Going to his home or his beach house should not be it. And nonetheless, he was scheduled to go home for the weekend again for like the, I want to say something like the 59th time since he's been elected. Um, He was scheduled to go home, but suddenly he changed his plans. Reporters are asking about it. Oh, it's no big deal. He's just going to go spend the weekend at his beach house. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Everything to see here. He couldn't go home because the pre-scheduled consensual search of his house changed his plans. Interesting. Biden docs. Fox News says Biden docs DOJ prosecutors weighing search of Biden's Rehoboth Beach home now. He just spent the weekend there. Isn't that interesting? The place they haven't searched yet 
So here's, here's what should be happening. If he wants to maintain the, 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 you know, the potential for plausible deniability of anything being moved or in some way being you know, suspect, then, Mr. President, quit going to your house while they're still trying to search your house. So the president's house was searched. So what did he do? He went to his beach house. But the beach house is still scheduled to be searched. So now if they find later on that a document was moved or things were shifted or something occurred at the beach house, you're going to have to look at it and go, now we know why you went there, Mr. President, because you were trying to get to it before they did. That's what it feels like. So we've got literally an opportunity now for the president to go, I'm staying at the White House for the weekend, or Camp David for that matter, or friggin' Martha's Vineyard. But no, what's he do? He goes to the suspected places where documents keep turning up. Headline from Fox News, Justice Department prosecutors are reportedly considering a re- requesting a search of President Biden's home in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. That story broke out yesterday after he spent the weekend there. Mm. Wow. Okay. Experts begin weighing in. Let's start talking about this. Why did this search happen the way it did? Daily Wire has a piece dated uh, Saturday. Political figures and experts are weighing in on the FBI's search of President Joe Biden's home on Friday, saying that Biden consented to the search. And they say because the next step would have been a search warrant if he hadn't consented. And that's probably true. He, he did not want to have the specter of a sitting president having to have a search warrant on his personal residence. So what did he do? He goes, oh, in an effort to provide transparency, please go search my home for things that I have no idea whether they're there or not. And, oh, you found some? Wow, really? How old are they? I, uh, where'd you find those? In the magazine rack next to the toilet in the master bathroom? What? I mean, who knows where they found them? All I'm saying is experts are saying that literally what was probably going to have to happen because of the, the, the reasonable suspicion was that a search warrant was going to be next. And so he had to consent. It wasn't like, oh, we're just trying to help. Uh, Andy McCarthy, former chief U- assistant U.S. attorney, said that Biden really didn't have a choice. He says, quote, Biden didn't consent to the FBI search because he's Mr. Cooperation. He consented because there was probable cause of crimes. If he didn't agree... The next step would have been a special counsel getting a search warrant, and he wanted to avoid that. And then, you know what? And Andy McCarthy points out something I said earlier, too. What they found were, some are claiming were six classified documents. No, no. They They didn't find six classified documents. It was a very awkward statement put out by Biden's attorneys. It says six items consisting of documents with classified markings. And we don't know what they mean by item. Was it, like I said earlier, was it a box? Was it an envelope? Was it a dossier? Was it some kind of compounded group of materials which in and of themselves might not have been classified, but grouping them together made them instantly classified? And the highest classification among those documents sets the tone. So if you have five things that are even unclass, and you have one that's secret that adds a little flavor to it, and you're like, oh, the five things suddenly make sense. Now we got a secret, and then you take one more, And you go, and here's a top secret. Oh, shoot. This top secret makes the whole thing look kind of wow. And then you have one more as code word protected. Well, guess what? The entire thing together now is code word protected. 
because the highest level of classification within the mix trumps, and that's all there is to it. So we don't know what they found, but we're going to find out. But the reason why he consented, the why, ask yourself why, why would he do this? Why would he say, please, by all means, I don't know what's there. You're welcome to search my underwear drawer. Do what you got to do, fellas. I'm all about transparency. No, no. He had to do it. There was a search warrant right behind it if he didn't. Okay, listen. Rand Paul, uh, I, here's the next part of the why. What, what, what's, okay, look at this. First of all, when Hillary Clinton, when she had her server with all 3,000, or it's a 30,000, classified emails on her server, and her staff actually took it and destroyed it with a hammer to avoid having it, you know, picked up by the DOJ, and they got away with it, ain't nobody wanted to talk about it. Ain't nobody wanted to say nothing. Make no eye contact, nothing to see here. What's going on with Biden now? Why are we seeing suddenly the darling of the media left suddenly being thrown under the bus at every turn? So, is, it, is it because the story is too big to ignore, finally? Or is it because the story is getting bigger because they want it to get bigger? Are they hungry for a story and they don't care? They're actually non-biased and they're going to report on whoever? I don't think so. I don't think they've had a come to Jesus. I don't think they've had a change of heart. I think the liberal media is still the liberal media. I think the liberal media recognizes that Biden's a liability and they want somebody else. And the only way to do it is to stop him from declaring his candidacy. Because right now, if he declares his candidacy, which he could do in the next few weeks, if he declares his candidacy for re-election, then everybody's got to deal with him as the incumbent and trying to support him. And, oh, by the way, you know, God, he's the fundraising magnet now because everybody wants to stay in tune with the current administration. No. What they want to have happen, I think, is they want him to get out of the way. Mr. President, please, please, sir, you're freaking 80 years old. Would you, would you not pretend that you're capable of running for office again? Rand Paul agrees. Here's part of the why. Washington Examiner has a story today. Senator Rand Paul was on Laura Ingram's uh, show over the weekend. Says the media's startling change in last week when it comes to coverage of President Joe Biden's classified document cases show they don't want him to run again, said Senator Sam Paul, Rand Paul. He says, I think if you watch the news cycle, there's a startling difference in the last week or two, particularly over the classified documents and perhaps some of the cor cor corruption charges with Hunter Biden. He said they've been steadfast in ignoring this for years and really not reporting on it. But Rand Paul went on to explain that the fact that the media reporting on it so heavily now and not necessarily in a good light, indicates that even the Democrats and those in the legacy media are now ready to look elsewhere for a candidate to represent them in the next election. I think we're digging into the why right now. We're going to wrap this up when we get back from the break. I'm just thinking this is more than just, wow, what a good story we have to report on. This, this is a, oh, God, what do we got to do to get him out of the way? Take this story and run with it, y'all. Make it big. Maybe he'll back off. Bill Williams. Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back.
And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, listen, the text lines have blown up. Lynn from Knoxville uh, says, uh, have you noticed they're empathizing the inadvertently left, emphasizing the inadvertently left classified documents? Yeah, yeah. He's trying to build the Hillary Clinton case, uh, Lynn from Knoxville says. Um, Sean from Winston County, uh, I, would, I, would, I, would, I love the show. Um, and y'all make some aggravating and boring news interesting and fun. Glad. Hey, thanks, Sean. Appreciate that. Brand new on the text line, I guess, today, too. Sean from Winston County. Appreciate you. Um, Tony from Piedmont, uh, we're talking about the why. He says rats are leaving a sinking ship. Um, and then he says, think the Hunter Biden investigation ran across some things. Interesting. Maybe so. I got a caller on the line. Is that Lee? Lee from Huntsville. How are you doing? I'm great. Good. I wanted to uh, answer your uh, why now question. All right. Well, I think, of course, it's to he's outlived his usefulness at this point, mm. and he's becoming more of a detriment than a positive. He was a useful idiot for a while. They could control him. They could. I personally think this is Obama's third term via proxy by some of the people around Biden, right? But, um, I mean, because I just mean the ideas. I don't literally mean he's sitting there controlling things, but it's that ideology, and they're controlling this presidency and the message. And, um, but I think they're, they're wanting to let him know. I, I don't know if it's to get rid of him right away because then we'd be stuck with Kamala Harris and for God's sake, <laughs> we cannot have that ha- laughing hyena as president. It would be the most embarrassing thing imaginable <laughs> for our country. Well, it, I think it would. I mean, I, I, I think she is the most overhyped, underqualified person. Um, but then I said that about Obama too, but you know what, to your point about, um, Obama's third term. You know who one of the mm-hmm. senior advisors is in the background that we never really hear from, but is truly there every day is Susan Rice. Um, Susan Rice, yes, and, absolutely, and she's intimately involved yes. in Obama's presidency. So she is now. That's what I mean by continuing the ideology, continuing the message, continuing the plans. Is her as well as there's a couple of others. The guy that runs the Penn Biden Center. Yeah. I don't know if he's still there after all this big mix up. Was one of his main advisors from his vice presidency, who was sitting on the stage with him in that video where he's going uh, about the how he told them they had to fire the prosecutor and then and you know all they fired the prosecutor. That video. The guy sitting on the stage with him. That's that's the guy who who runs the Penn Biden Center. Yeah, that was... It's uh, like a big, giant, incestuous mess up there. Oh, it is. That was was, uh, Mark Carpenter, Michael Carpenter. I've forgotten his name, but then I'll tell you who else also ran the Penn Biden Center for a while, and that was Anthony Blinken, who's now Secretary of State. Um, Right. I mean, it's... It's all you scratch my back, I scratch yours, and I, I think that's how it goes. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican, but my my thing is with this is I think it's a warning, and it's a note. You aren't running again, and hey, Kamala, neither are you. So just kind of coast through the next couple of years, and then just go off into the sunset, and we don't ever want to hear from you again. Uh, we Something we will we will see, but uh, mark it down on January twenty third, twenty twenty three at three twenty six p.m. Lee predicted it. So absolutely. Um, all right, Lee. Appreciate you as always. Thanks so much. Thanks. Um, yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty good synopsis. I, I, that's where I think we really are. I, I think what we're looking at right now is the the hand of protection has been lifted, uh, and Biden is having to deal with circumstances that he created just by being a knucklehead, and you know, and and finding documents that date back, classified documents that date back to his time. It doesn't mean they're unclassified now. But he had no authority as a senator to remove classified documents from any location where they are to be held. 
And so you, now you've got documents or things. We don't know. They're items. They're items. Items. Items have been found um, that, uh, that date back to his time in the Senate. He left the Senate in 2008. At what point did these documents originate? And why are they just hanging out in his house at least 14, if not more, years later? Well, right now, townhall.com also reports that there's several Democrats now joining Republicans in requesting the investigation against Biden. And I'm telling you, Senator Joe Manchin, Senator Tim Kaine, um, Democrat Representative Katie Porter from California, saying she has questions about the Biden White House and they're responsible for answering questions. And then Manchin himself said the reports about President Biden's mishandling of classified documents are extremely irresponsible and disturbing. These allegations should be investigated fully. That's Democrat Senator Manchin, who is probably still ticked about the way he was treated over some of the spending bills. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that's all going on. So, listen, the paper chase, it's more than just taking the story at face value. I just gave you five or six stories that help build the fabric of what we're looking at. But at the same time, you have to ask yourself, why is this happening? And why now? To Lee's point, why now? And, and oh, by the way, we may get into more of the who next week or maybe throughout this week. I was on the phone yesterday with a former um, a security official who worked for the, uh, the, the director of national intelligence, trying to get him on the show here later in the week. We'll see how that goes. But the bottom line is this. Why now? And who? Who is the next question? Who are the players in this? Who's making this happen? Who is, who is the one who lifted the veil and everyone said, okay, now it's time? That's, that's a creepy question, but hopefully we'll get to it sometime soon. All right, listen, we're going to move on. The Triple Dipper has got some stuff. I've told you I didn't schedule any special callers today because I had so much content to work with. Number two on the Triple Dipper, law and order. Yeah. Did you see what happened in Atlanta this past weekend? Law and order, man. It's more than just a TV series. We'll talk about it. Phil Williams. Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. <laughs> 